welcome back to another episode of CQP Moments. As always, I am your host, the Coupon Queen Ben. You know, there are times when we try to do everything like everyone else and we get a little bit, or should I say a lot of it, frustrated. My next guest, Sasha, is going to help us with all of that. So let's take a moment out and I'll be right back. So guys, like I was saying, I have Sasha Morozov on. So Sasha, would you please introduce yourself to my listeners? Oh my gosh, I would love to. First and foremost, thank you so much for having me on. I am Sasha Morozov. I'm a former executive who has her master's in social work and is now using my clinical skills to coach women who are killing it at the office, but feel like they're failing at home to have more time, less clutter and systems for a peaceful life. You know, I think that is one of the crazy things is if I'm allowed to say this and ladies, please don't come at me, but I think you kind of know where I'm going with this, Sasha, which is you're always taught from a little girl, you have to choose. Do you want the family or do you want the career? Mm. Yes. Yes. I mean, as much as we say, you know, equal pay and we can do this. We're modern day women. That's one of the things I always talk about is that we're modern day women. I have a partner who's going to help and that the kids will go to preschool or whatever. A lot of it still falls on the woman. We are natural caretakers. And because of that, we naturally take things on. And that's where I come in. And I say, guys, you matter also. Wait a minute. Let's talk right. about you. You don't right. have to do it on your own. And I think that's the one thing is even myself. Okay. Moment of transparency, guys. You know, we've all had that moment where we're like, we feel like we're failing. We feel like we're failing our family at some point. We feel like we're failing you know, our, our significant others, we feel like we're failing our kids because we want to be the go-getters that we learn to be in school. And a lot of times you're feeling like, Hey, I went to school. I went, I earned this degree. And if I don't use it, I am, you know, it's useless, but then we don't realize that a lot of times after a while, you're so busy going out there, getting it, doing it for a paycheck. And you're just like, wait, what the heck? And, you know, and it usually, it, we have those moments and I don't know if you've had one of these moments where you're like, wait, when did little Timmy get to soccer or why am I driving here? You know, you're trying to figure out and you're trying to play catch up. How How do we avoid that? My goodness, let me tell you. Well, one thing I want to share is the fact that I really believe we are just so over booked we are so we take on because we're modern day women we take on the oh okay one more activity for the kid sure one more birthday party sure we just constantly say yes and it's not because it's 
things that we love necessarily. It's because, well, everybody else, well, of course, my kid's not going to be the only one not at soccer. My, you know, we're not going to be the only family that doesn't show up for the holidays and has this beautiful science project. All of these different things, we just keep piling on because we're looking at the outside. We're not looking in the inside. We're not looking and saying, wait a minute, what do I actually want to prioritize and what do I actually want out of life? Because I'm telling you, if we did that, we would see so many more happier women and so many more women saying, no, that's just not what I want to be doing with my time. Right. So in other words, what you're saying is we're having kind of having mom FOMO, you know, the fear of missing out. Yes, we're missing out. We feel the mom guilt and we feel the, especially if you're a working mom, we feel the, well, I've been working all day. Now I need to, I need to spend time with my family. I need to do X. I need to do Y. And when that happens, we're putting others in front of ourselves. And don't get me wrong. Sometimes you need to put family first. Sometimes you need to put work for first and that's okay. And that's what I try to tell people is that sometimes Sometimes we do one versus the other, but instead of trying to say, oh, well, now I need to catch up on the other, I'm saying, let it go. What I'm saying is, guys, you mm. sometimes are going to need to just have more a week long deadline at work. That doesn't mean that the weekend you cancel everything and you're just spending time with the family to make up for it. What I'm saying is go through the natural routine. And I'm saying that, you know what, sometimes the child's gonna be sick, you're gonna miss work because your family needs you. And that's okay too. That doesn't mean that, okay, well, we're failures or we're all of a sudden need to do so much extra work. We're putting all that on ourselves when we don't need to. Ah, okay, okay, okay. If anyone didn't catch that aha light bulb moment, I did. I I so did. Because honestly, I remember there was one time I was doing a job. I was I was doing a project and the project actually took me into Thanksgiving. And I did this rush rush Thanksgiving. I'm I'm the mom that and and I know there are moms out there like me that do the whole okay, it doesn't matter if we're going to someone else's house, but I still have to make Thanksgiving for my house. <laughs> so I, this project took me into Thanksgiving. I could not avoid it. And I did this rush, rush Thanksgiving. I was so unhappy. And I kid you not, Sasha, I was so unhappy with one dish, the candied yams, that <laughs> I literally, the next two weeks, within the next two weeks after I had to make up a makeup Thanksgiving dinner for my family, food, everything. I mean, you know, do you know how hard it is to find Thanksgiving things after Thanksgiving? Like seriously? (laughs) Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. And that's what I'm saying is that sometimes we kind of no one's saying you had to do that. Right. Right. And that's that's the crazy part. Yeah. We're putting it on ourselves. But again, if that sounds like it's a priority for you also. So I really want to make sure I'm not steering people away from I love cooking. Does this mean that I should just order pizza every night? No, 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 no. no definitely for you, not. coupon queen, I hear you. You that is something you enjoy. But at the same time, what I would say that one particular year, 
If we were to work together, I would have said, let's take a minute and look at the big picture. If you rush, will it look like you're imagining because that's what it looked like before? Or what would it look like without having that high expectation of yourself and then maybe making Christmas a little bit fuller to, to right. offset Thanksgiving? Right, right. Because I, I think that's the one thing that got me was like my my whole mindset was I have to make Thanksgiving special, not thinking that a couple of weeks after that is Christmas. Like I could have made Christmas, like you said, more special. So, yeah, I, I, and I think that's what it is, is we put a lot on ourselves. So what is one of the first things that we have to assess as women when we're out there and we're saying, okay, it's one or the other, but we're set, we're, we feel somehow that we're sacrificing. What is one of the things that we have to assess? I mean, as I stated before, the priority. So once you really figure out what are your priorities, looking at that list, that's when I believe you can really, really cut things out because there's only so many hours in a day. We all have the same amount of time. So rather than saying, okay, well, I prioritize, you know, my kids getting straight A's and making the best science project and doing this and doing that and doing that. We have to be realistic. And what is something we can A, give up right now? Just put it on hold. That doesn't mean, I think that's one of the other things. I feel like as women, it's always like it. If it's not now, that's it. It's never going to happen. If I don't use my degree, as you were saying before, now, that's it. I've wasted it. But in reality, we can always add something back to our plate, or we can always take something off of our plate. So once you prioritize, take off something, just pick one thing. And at the same time, pick one thing you want to do more of. What I try to teach in terms of making habits stick is instead of just saying, okay, many people come to me and say, you know, I want to be like, spend more time with my kids. I want to use less social media, right? That's a popular one. And I say, okay, instead of focusing on the less social media, let's focus on the positive of something you enjoy. It's a lot easier to do more of something then all of a sudden try to do less of something else. But naturally, if you enjoy the spending time with your kids, let's figure out what about that specific activity you enjoy. How can we plan for you to do more? And as a result of you doing that more, you naturally will be doing less of the social media, right? Right. And and, and that's, that's what I'm starting to find with myself because I thought it was about cutting things out. And, and, and you're saying that it's not that, it's, it's focusing on what you would like to do more of. Yes, I truly believe this life is beautiful. And if we truly look at it that way and say, you know what, I have a purpose in this life. I am here not just for my family, this, I am here for me. And what makes me smile and how can I do more of that? You, A, are going to naturally feel happier doing it. B, it's easier for you to do it because it's something you like. And then C, that naturally cuts out some of the other stuff. You're not going to notice you're not scrolling on Instagram or Facebook because you're actually enjoying something. Mm, okay, okay. So how do we get rid of what I call mom guilt? And what I mean by mom guilt is, okay, 
you go to the supermarket, you're doing food shopping, everyone's asked for a snack or something special. And you see this one, let's say, cookie that you want. It's not even a whole pack of cookies. Like, it's like literally one cookie that you see right next to the register. And you're like, 75 cents, I can't do that. Like, how do you get rid? Meanwhile, you've bought the kids like $5 ice cream and cake. And you've bought hubby like, you know, some sort of snacks that he wants and possibly a pizza. but you're spending money on everyone else, but it's just like, and it's not that it's not within your budget. You're just saying like 75 cents. I can't do that. How do we get rid of that mom guilt? And who I will say who hasn't been there for that. I feel guilty spending something. Then yet my husband will spend something like, Oh yeah, that's cool. I'm like, wait a minute. If I spent that without all of this, wait a minute. Yes. So number one is recognizing a where it's coming from. So is it coming from that you this is typical for you in all areas of your life? Or is it just typical for spending? Is it typical for things like you wouldn't buy extra things for everybody? And you're included in that everybody or you're just singling yourself out. So just kind of taking like a big picture view because you really want to understand where it's coming from. Once you know that, okay, you know what, let's say in this case, it's just me that I'm the old I'm the one I'm fine to spend the $5 on the ice cream, but the 75 cents for me, what I would say is what would it look like for just once a month to spend the 75 cents? And then again, if it's not a money issue, what would it look like to spend the 75 cents once a month? And what would my family say? Would my kids as a result see me? Oh, mommy also gets a treat not just us. What does that look like for your right, family? Right. What does it look like for your husband to see you bought yourself flowers instead of waiting on them or your partner or whoever, or no one, you know, <laughs> buying your flowers because that's something you just enjoy. Because for me, we are always teaching something to our children. So if we are going through life being kind of uh, just doing everything for them, versus also once in a while start once in a while it's all about small steps that doesn't mean every time you go shopping now you're like well i'm spending twenty dollars on them so i'm gonna spend twenty dollars on me right, that, right no what i'm saying is what would it look like for you to have something more than what you have right now that doesn't break the bank once a month when you get comfortable right. with that it can be once a week and it can be different things as well. And it might even just include the family. You know, if that's more comfortable where you're at and say, you know what, tonight I really want pizza or I really want sushi or something. Instead of just, you know, I can't just go by myself to get it. Then why not make it a family night to do that? But it's still right. you're choosing it because of your wants, not because of the family wants on that day. And, and, you know, the funny thing is I have learned to do that a little on my own because I will be very real with you guys, again, being really transparent. I was that mom that was like, you know, I was the woman that said, hey, you know what? Everybody got something and I could literally spend a hundred dollars on everybody else. 
And then it was like, oh, this, it's 50 cents. Oh, no, I can do without it. And it was like, wait a minute, what am I doing? And I will, I will, I'll be real. Couponing actually taught me, you know, to be able to do that because it was like, I really wanted to try this face cream. Okay. I've got $5 off. I can do this, you know? And, and I think that was really what taught me slowly. And, and I agree with you, Sasha, not just making it and saying, well, I'm spending $20 on everybody else, or I'm spending a hundred dollars on everybody else. I'm going to spend a hundred dollars on myself. No, but in other words, if that night you, or if that day when you're shopping, you decide, Hey, I want it. I've, I've wanted to try this face cream. I've seen it on television or I've seen it on Facebook or wherever, you know, and now you're saying, Hey, I can try this. Or like you said, sushi, you know, or dinner or lunch, whatever you want, you can make that a family thing. I think that is so amazing. Yes. And one of the other things, you know, I'll be transparent in what I spend money on. I have friends and I'm sure you do too, which love, and maybe you are, you love shopping, love shoes, love bags, jewelry. That's just never been me. But I'll tell you what, spending money on a good couch or furniture for the home, I'm all in. And that is something that I'm good with. And maybe it it took me a little bit to learn that about myself. So I'd much rather skip a bag or not have the latest shoes. I have, again, one of my things is being a minimalist. So I have, you know, 10 pairs of shoes or however many pairs of shoes I have. But I am more than happy to find a good deal on furniture and spend my money that way. Because to me, that's what I enjoy. And again, it could be different. So that's why I'm saying start with what is it that you enjoy? If you enjoy chocolate, amazing. How can we get more chocolate in your life? And other things like that. Exactly. And I think, I think, am am I wrong with saying that sometimes when we get older and I'm not just saying moms, but it's like when we get older, we get inundated with all of the have to I have to do this I have to make this deadline I have to you know get this done and that done and these bills have to get paid and we start to forget like you know what when I was a kid I loved ice cream sundaes or I loved a good hot pretzel and 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 we forget those little moments of joy or I just loved going through Macy's and smelling the different perfumes. It's not even, sometimes it's just an experience, not even buying something, but just an experience. And we've seemed to forget those. Absolutely. Because, you know, and this is what I say for me in my story is really that for me, life just started to feel heavy. Because now it's like, okay, I'm a grown up. Okay, I got kids, I got bills, exactly what you're saying. It just felt heavy. Whenever I talked about it with others, the response I got was, well, yeah, like, yeah, we all, we we feel that way too. Like, yeah, our weekends are booked. And, da, da, da. and I'm like, what? I didn't sign up for this. I had so much fun, you know, when I was 20 or however, just like you were saying, like some of these memories of just like, 
going hiking and just hiking for hours or hanging out and binge watching movies when you had like actual CDs and all that. Right, right, right. Okay. Yes. Yes. Gen Zers. There were these things called DVDs before you could stream everything on Netflix. We are, we know we did not play with rocks and dinosaurs, just so you know. Totally. And what I'm saying, this is why I say take some time as a first step of just what what is one thing you want to do more of what is it and just how you were saying you loved like those ice cream and stuff you know what I did a few weeks ago um it's just it just showed up at my kid's school took him out early okay for, for the record it was after school so like took him out early of after school and we just went to get ice cream just him and I why? There's no reason. It's not because he was behaving well. And that's the other thing. I feel right. like as parents, it's like we feel like, oh, we can only reward when they're doing good things and all of that. And it was just because I wanted to just hang out with him. I wanted to just do something nice, something just him and I. And it was simple, right? The ice cream, you know, cost what, like five bucks for we shared like one thing of ice cream at, uh, you know, the frozen yogurt place. I just hung out for a little bit. It's that's what I'm saying is that I believe yeah. we're here to just enjoy life. And that is what I coach women on. That is what I do. I have my four-step method that I totally believe in that really changes people's life by looking at yourself, by looking at your home and how your home life is set up in your relationships, and then tackling habits to make sure that you're set up for success. So, okay. What made you say, okay, I'm unhappy. I know other people are unhappy, but I have to show other people how to gain this happiness because I'll be real with you, Sasha. There are things that we could definitely just keep to ourselves. Of course. Absolutely. So I'll be totally honest with you in the terms of, you know, for me, a big thing in my journey, what made me really stop and think is for our oldest and bless him he's a beautiful boy he's a wonderful child and at the same time you know for years teachers and people were telling us like you need to pay more attention like he's this he's that and at some point we just said we have to see a mental health counselor and we have to take this seriously and we have to just be there more for him because my husband and I were just living our life of like being busy, busy professionals and climbing the corporate ladders. And of course, we were always present. And of course, we were trying to be good parents, just like everybody else. And I really at that point of where we saw, uh, saw like outside help and just kind of started on this track of like learning more about how to best work with him and how to best work with us because I didn't, I'll tell you, I didn't love the relationship him and I were having. I didn't love it. And I really had to look at myself because I can't expect a child to change. I have to be the one to change. And from there, again, it was with little steps is that, wait a minute, how am I gonna yell at him for being on his phone or whatever? when I'm obviously doing work late at night and, you know, just step by step. And the other big part of my journey was really the pandemic. I don't know about you, but that freeze on everything really allowed us to evaluate what, what were we doing and spending our time on? And life is short. Let's do something. Let's really live. 
And I think that's really where everyone kind of got, you know, we realized that we had that moment of clarity that that's the only way I can put it. You either realized that you loved what you were doing or you loved what you were missing out on or you hated it. And, and that's one of the things is like, I, I, I've spoken to different women. And one of the things is some women started businesses realizing that they wanted to get more out there. They didn't want to work their regular nine to five. They wanted to do more. And some women realized, Hey, you know what? I've been telling little Timmy that his math is easy and he can handle homework on his own, but remote learning is absolutely (laughs) horrible. It's like burpees. They're the devil. Like, you know, (laughs) and, and, and that's one thing is that we, we had that, that aha moment and it was either a good aha or a bad aha, but we had that aha moment and we realized that we needed to change something. And I think what I, what really drew me to you, Sasha, was you were saying, not only do you need to change something, but this is how you can change it. Because I I think one of the things, especially um, with corporate America is there's this sense of do more, 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 more. And we don't realize if we don't recognize if this more is fulfilling or if it's not, it's just do more. I need more. I need more yesterday. So you're trying to speed up faster, faster, like you're on a hamster wheel and you're either going to collapse or you're going to figure out that you're fulfilled. But when, when do you figure out either? And I think that's the crazy part is we don't figure, we don't know until it's at that point that we're happy or we're not. Yeah, I will say a lot of times that people take a look is really when, you know, it's at that breaking point almost, to be honest. And what I'm saying to women is that we don't need it to be at a breaking point. There, you don't need to wait. You don't need to wait. You can start today, you know? And for me, I had a work when I was, when I was more in the, in the nonprofit field, I loved my work and I love being able to come home to a home that I love. For me, in my, like I talk about my four-step method, the self and the home was great. For me, the bump was the relationships and relationships with my kids. And that's why for me, I'm so passionate about, okay, let's take a look at everything. Is it the self? Is it the home? Is it the relationships? Because I really believe we need all of these pieces to be able to feel just exactly how you were saying, fulfilled. And there is no point B. It's not like you're, I tell people all the time, it's not that you're starting at point A and it's like, okay, we're going to work and we're going to get to point B and point B is going to be great and nothing's going to change or da 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 Life keeps happening. Life is going to keep happening. We're always on a ride. And, and I think that's really what it is, is we read all these stories and, you know, the characters always had this happy ending, but we're not realizing that, guess what? Life goes on after the happy ending. 
life goes on after you've reached that particular point, because that was just a snapshot. That was just a snapshot of life. So now we have to figure out and things change. Things change. One of the things, the biggest things that we don't realize is the kids get older (laughs) and we're trying to figure out how to adjust or for moms, which is yes, moms, I'm calling all of us out. We're trying to make them fit into our thought of them, our idea of them. And it's like, they're growing, they're becoming their own human beings. Yes, they are. And also one of the things I try to keep in my mind is what do I want my kids to remember me by when they're older? Do they, I, what is it that I want them to look back and say, my mom always did this. And I don't want it to be, my mom always was yelling at me because we needed to get to this practice and we needed to do homework and we needed to do this. And we, it, I, I don't want that. I want them to remember, oh, we did family dance parties. We had movie nights. My mom surprised me and took me out to ice cream. You know, those are the memories I want to build. And we, that is what we are in control of. We can't, we can't control our kids' personalities and how they will turn up, but we can control what we're feeding them with. Right, right. And I I think one of the things that we focus, I'm I'm glad you used the word feeding because we're, we're so focused on diet, what we physically feed our children, but we're not thinking of their mental and emotional diet. And, and I'm glad you brought that up. In other words, how is your son going to see that day that you took him out to eat ice cream? How, how are your kids going to look at those family dance parties that honestly, when they become teenagers will be the corniest things in the world, but when they get later in life around in their twenties, it's like, I miss those family dance parties. Hey mom, can we have a dance party? You know, it's like, you know, and, and, and it's, it's those moments. It is those moments that make up everything it's it's like I'm always saying guys the little grains of sand on the beach are what help make up an entire beach it's those little grains of sand and what we're thinking of oh my gosh it has to be the sand castle but guess what if you don't have those grains of sand you can't make a sand castle absolutely and that's where for me also the home really plays apart because one of the things I coach on is not just like okay well what do you want your home to look like but it's also what memories do you want to create at home because if you have this living room that's prestige and no one's allowed in it or you have a dining room table that nobody ever uses how can we make those spaces really fit who you and your family are and at the same Mm. time I'll give you an example for us we have like like an open concept living room and instead of we have like a couch and tv on one side and on the other side we have some space instead of putting like more furniture there which is to me like useless I have two boys they love to run around we put like an indoor like not a huge but a basketball hoop not a huge one but and they just have fun because my family's really into basketball and they just have fun. I much rather have that as those memories 
then have extra furniture as a sitting area right, or right, whatever. Right. And how I, can you yeah. how can you create your space to fit who you and your family are? How can you what can you do? Even it doesn't matter if you're in a one-bedroom apartment, if you're in like a mansion. How can you have that space? What is it that you truly enjoy with your family that you want to do more of? If you're really into games, let's make sure that games are readily available in the space right. that you guys can easily play games. It's so simple. There are so many simple things that just naturally lead us to the good things that we want. Exactly. Exactly. I love that. I love that. So how, what is one of the things, okay, because I know you're saying assess the home, assess, you know, but you have one-on-one sessions with people, correct? Yes, absolutely. Okay. And what, what do you have them, do you have them bring you something or is there some sort of like virtual assessment you do first where they would do some sort of test or do you just sit down and have a genuine conversation with them at first? You know, for me, it's really having the genuine conversation. I'm a person that thrives in really just getting to know somebody. I'm just a giver, a helper. I mean, I find myself master's in social work, you know, like I've just always naturally been drawn to how can we have you elevate your life? So to me, it really starts with the one-on-one. It starts with just what is going on and where did this come from? Because a lot of the times we're holding on to things, and I'm sure you know, from our childhood and previous experiences. And again, those experiences don't have to be traumatic for you to hold on to. So that's right. where it is also, what did your home look like? What did your home life look like? And what was your relationship with your mother like when you were growing up? Are any of those things that you are now repeating in your own home as well? Because if you grew up in a home where you can't touch anything or you grew up in a home where, you know, your mom spent hours cooking or all of these things, how has that really impacted in the way you look at your home as well? Yeah. And one of the things that I have found out throughout the years is for those that are always like, don't touch that. Don't come, don't touch this. You can't sit there. You can't sit in that room. Everyone has to sit at the table with their hands folded. You might be an amazing aunt, but the kids really don't want to come to your house. They, they, they would rather spend outside time with aunt Susan than to spend time at aunt Susan's house because you can't touch anything. You can't do anything. You can't experience anything. And from morning to night, you are sitting there with your hands folded like a statue, hoping that you don't sweat too much because aunt Susan is going to yell at you as opposed to going outside to the park and going to the swings with the same aunt Susan, who's now okay with everything because it's not messing up home, you know? So yeah, the, I, I think that that's one of the things that I have honestly learned. And you always hear kids like, do I have to go to so-and-so's house? I really don't want to go there. Please don't make me go. And that's usually the reason. 
Yes, yes. And just for anyone listening, think about what is it that you want from your house? Because again, that's okay. If you want people to not touch stuff, you're totally allowed to have that as your value, as your priority. I'm not discouraging it. That's what I'm just saying is just own it. You know, I'm here to make sure that whatever you're living, you're owning it. And it's really what you want. Because if you have beautiful, expensive things, but you really want a family home, then that's where I come in. I'm saying, let's, these two are kind of just not matching up, right? Or I'm saying, hey, what else could we do? And again, this is where, you know, if you are not smart, but if, if you're resourceful, a lot of times when people work with me and start thinking about, oh, you've motivated me so much to just clean out, to declutter, to minimize all of my stuff. One of the things I really like to say is that you don't have to just donate everything. I think that's the other thing that people always think that like, well, if I get rid of it, I just have to give it away or throw it in the trash. What I'm saying is, is think about it because you can, if it's in good shape, you can also resell it. Okay. And you can also, it doesn't, just because it's not brand new, doesn't mean that you can't gift it. And I don't mean as like a surprise gift of where they don't, they don't know that it's not new, but you may be getting rid of all of your, let's say scarves, right? Because you're like, I I don't know why I have these scarves. I don't even wear, I don't even live in a place anymore that has snow, whatever. And you're looking to make space. But you know a friend that really loves scarves also. Why not ship them the box of scarves instead of just donating? Like there's so many different ways that we can also look at when we're thinking about creating the space that we want as a way to really make others happy or find fulfillment. Because for somebody, donating is huge. And that puts a smile on their face. For somebody else, they feel that, you know, I worked hard to earn this money, to buy this. And that's also one of the reasons they're still holding on to it, let me tell you. And they're saying, you know what? I want to recoup some of my money. I'm going to resell it. At least then I can recoup. Like there's so many different ways we can think about it. And I think that's, I I, I love your perspective because there is, it's, it's almost like there is no right or wrong answer. However you feel comfortable doing it, is how what works best for you am I correct in 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 what you're saying and that's what you're saying 100% because guess what if it is right for you you're going to stick to it let me tell you why you know just looking at a YouTube video or reading a Marie Kondo of um how to fold (laughs) all of that stuff doesn't work it may work for some but it probably doesn't work for everybody because it's too generic. It doesn't fit exactly who you are. So that's what I'm saying. When you are owning who you are, you know what you're prioritizing, you know what you want to kind of have more and less of in your life and you're naturally working to that, it's so much easier than having me come in and be like, oh, you need to fold your sweaters or you need to only have three sweaters in your closet. That doesn't work for me. And that that's just my philosophy. Can I tell you something? Marie Kondo just like made me nuts when, 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 the, when the book came out and everybody was just like, oh my gosh, 
you have to roll your sweaters until they fold stand up and I was just like I don't have time to do this like I'm not going to go through my drawers and my closet and figure out if my sweaters stand up or if my socks are in perfect little rose roses or like it made me nuts it made me absolutely nuts and what we see actually in society is well if you're not doing that way you're not being organized that's kind of the message right right. unintentionally unintentionally it's happening and what I'm saying is hey you figure out for you you know you how much space you have and we'll work together to make sure that things fit in that space as well, right? Because we don't want, you know, things piled to the ceiling, obviously. But you have your own way. You, you've been alive on this planet for so long. You know that there's been times when you've been organized. What did it look like? How right. can we make more of it? Right. How can we get you back to that space? It doesn't mean that we start from zero. And I think that's where people feel that overwhelm as well, is that they feel like, oh, now I need to organize. And oh, I don't even know where to start. And that's where I come in and say, guys, has this always been like this? Has there been times where it hasn't? What, What was different about those times? How long did it last? All of this kind of just information, like digging for clues in a way, because I wanted to come from you. I want it to come from you versus me telling you exactly how to do it. So in other words, it should come from the inside as opposed to it coming from outside, whether it be friends, family, or other forces that be. Yes. I mean, who doesn't love to give advice? Obviously, we all love to give advice and we mean it in the best way. Just like when... You know, we were younger, our moms told us, clean up your room, right? We probably didn't right. all of a sudden clean up our rooms. And to us, maybe at that time, clean looked different than maybe what our right. mother's parents expected as right. well. Like there's there's stuff that works for you. And I'd rather you walk into your house and let's say you love collecting collectibles or having a million snow globes, whatever it may be. I'd rather you walk in and see a shelf of snow globes and smile because that's what makes you happy than me tell you, well, you shouldn't be having all of these snow globes. Let's just keep one or two and that's it. Right, right. Wow, wow. Okay, so Sasha, all of this amazing information, how do we find you? How do we get, you know, a session with you? Because this is like, I'm just like sitting here. Honestly, guys, I am taking notes. (laughs) So how do we get a hold of you? Yes, I love that. Thank you. And I will say, if you are a working mom, head on over to Sasha X home.com to grab your free copy of five steps to coming home happy after work. So that way you can start today living a little bit lighter and a little bit brighter. I also hang out on Facebook. I have a Facebook group where I do lives and I give tips and tricks, all of that. And that is moms taking their life to the next level at home. And it's been such a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. And guys, don't worry. As you know, 
All of our information will be in the show notes so you won't miss a thing. But thank you so much, Sasha. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's have, let's start having fun today. Let's go. So I hope you got all the gems that Sasha was dropping. Oh my goodness. Do it your way and definitely check out the show notes so you can get her book, check out her podcast and find out all of the amazing things that she is doing. As always, guys, be good to yourselves, be good to each other and happy shopping. Hi, this is Michelle Miller from Mentors on the Mic podcast, and you're listening to Coupon Queen Pin.